0: Good morning, everyone. Paige Heitman here with our Ask a Professionals program with Phelps Health. Um, Today I am leading, I'm kind of taking the reins from Kayla, but Kayla is here. Good morning, Kayla.
1: (laughs) Good morning, everyone.
0: And today we have a full house. We've got a couple of really awesome Phelps Health rock stars here today. Steve Pantaleo, who is a certified application counselor with Enroll You, and Kevin McDonough, an oncology financial navigator at Phelps Health. Welcome back to our show, gentlemen.
2: Thank Thank you you for having
0: us. Yeah, we're excited to have you here. So I know that we already know um, a little bit about both of you, but um, Steve, maybe we can start with you. Give us a little bit of insight into what brought you to Phelps Health and what your role is here.
3: Sure. Well, I'm a registered nurse by education, but uh, I haven't been practicing really since the 80s, so uh, if... if, uh Anybody here has a heart attack or something? Well,
1: I kind of, <laughs> you know I kind of you remember nurses, CPR. And I definitely
3: know to call nine one one. But I actually, my wife Diana, she is a radiation oncology nurse at uh, DDCI, and she had started to work here when we got out of nursing school back in nineteen seventy nine. That's was,
0: amazing. Yes.
3: So you know, took a mm-hmm. you know a little bit of a hiatus when I moved to St. Louis for a while. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, This hospital has just been amazing in Mm -hmm. that, to see the growth that it has had. Because when I first, I was working at the VA hospital in Columbia and saw what was down here and I thought, oh, this is a very small hospital Mm -hmm. and now look at it. So yeah, it's an exciting place. Always going and growing.
0: Yep. No, I completely agree. So Kevin, what about you? You have a very interesting title. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Phelps Health and what kind of has brought you here and kept you here
3: so um
2: I've been working at DDCI uh, the Delbert Day Cancer mm-hmm. Institute since two thousand and eighteen, and my role there um, is to focus on helping the patients mm-hmm. remove the uh, the financial worry of um, getting their treatment so that mm-hmm. could be that rolls right into what right with uh, what Steve and I do and also with helping uh, patients just access health health insurance or maybe Mm -hmm. even help them change their insurance to help better with those out-of-pocket costs. Mm
0: -hmm. No, I love it. So that's kind of a perfect segue into uh, what we're gonna be talking about today, which is enroll you and then some insurance things as well, because we know those can be very confusing. So before we kind of dive into our topic today, let's talk just a little bit about what enroll you is at Phelps Health, because I think sometimes people hear the word enroll you and they don't necessarily know what that means.
3: Sure, Um, well, I mean, Kevin kind of touched a little bit on what we do, but just to give you uh, more of a checklist here, we help people enroll in the Affordable Care Act insurance, also referred to as the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can take place either, uh, like right now, open enrollment uh, time. It can happen if a person loses coverage. They uh, maybe change jobs to one that does not provide insurance, so then uh, uh, that creates a special enrollment period. We also help people with Medicare. Um, both answer questions about it, help them enroll in their supplements, their Part D prescription plans. We also currently are in that open enrollment period. Um, It's going to end coming up here December 7th. Uh, And with the demographics in this area, um, that keeps us pretty busy. So those are the main Mm -hmm. main things that we do. Kevin, why don't you tell them a little bit, you kind of veer off into some other areas. Yeah, so... uh that like steve was saying we do help with the insurance Um, but one thing that we
2: run into a lot um, is medication costs Mm -hmm. or just that out-of-pocket cost for any kind of uh while you're using your health insurance Mm -hmm. Healthcare can
0: be expensive yes
2: absolutely so well um, my role at ddci also would be to help with those medication costs or Mm -hmm. access um, third-party funding that could potentially help somebody pay those costs
0: yeah, that's fantastic, Kevin. Now, Steve, I have an additional follow-up question for you. Do sure. you have to be a Phelps Health patient to receive enroll use help or benefit from that? You
3: absolutely do not. Uh, generally speaking, we serve um, those counties um, mm-hmm. that uh, are in our catchment area, the southern counties. Uh, and but that doesn't even still preclude. <clears throat> if I have somebody that maybe had been a patient and they moved, I've got people coming from the lake and I'll even try to refer them. I'll say, well, there's somebody down there that, nope, nope, we feel comfortable, and they've been coming Mm -hmm. back every year. So, no, we help, uh, and this is always a question, even our own employees will say, can you help my mom and dad? Mm -hmm. Sure we can. So, any of our, uh, the people in the community, whether they're Mm -hmm. not patients, patients, uh, family members of employees, employees themselves, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have 2,000 employees, so we're helping a lot. Of our own employees in different situations
0: yep. and all of their family members extended exactly. family members yeah it's a, it, it becomes a very large group of people It is. yeah so today um, you know specifically for our listeners we're going to be helping them with a lot of stuff that can be very very confusing so today we're going to be talking about the Affordable Care Act also known as the health insurance marketplace so first let's define what is the health insurance marketplace
2: so the health insurance marketplace, uh, also known as the marketplace or exchange, is uh, it provides health uh, people, uh, it's like a shopping tool. It mm-hmm. helps people with uh, to find health insurance and enrollment services. Um, you can utilize it through the website, call centers, or in-person help, which would be like mm-hmm. meeting someone like Steve and I.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, what are some of those important dates for enrolling in 2023 health coverage? I know we're kind of at the end of the year.
2: So it just kicked off November 1st, open enrollment. Um, it actually goes through January 15th. Um, one important date though if you want your coverage to start on january mm-hmm. 1st you would want to select a plan um, by december 15th
0: which is coming up shortly right, right. yes uh-huh. so for everybody listening today if you take anything away from that those key dates are going to be really really important for you now whenever we talk about the marketplace who's eligible for health coverage through the marketplace steve
3: sure uh, generally speaking uh, it's for people that do not have health insurance offered somewhere else mm-hmm. by that i mean if you have employer-based coverage, um, the government wants you to go ahead and take that. If you have Medicaid, if you have um, oh, uh, full VA, you, mm-hmm. you uh, wouldn't necessarily need to sign up for this. Um, so it's for people that don't have insurance offered. Um, we have situations, for example, going back to the employees, a lot of times they have maybe a child that aged off of their plan once Mm -hmm. they turn 26 then they're going to be able so it's for people that don't have health insurance offered somewhere else that's Mm -hmm. affordable
0: and what do those different plans cover
3: what do the different insurance plans cover yes Uh well they have to meet what's referred to as the minimum essential coverage requirements there's there's just 10 broad categories Mm -hmm. so it is very comprehensive health insurance uh Back in the beginning, uh, you know, people were under the impression it might be something kind of watered down a little bit, but it is not. Mm-hmm. So, regardless of whether they select a bronze, silver, or gold plan, they're all pretty much going to cover the same things. Mm-hmm. The only difference will be how much they're responsible for versus the insurance company. Mm-hmm. Kind of changes with the different metallic tiers.
0: Okay, so I've got another uh, follow-up question for Fall you, away. and then Kevin, I promise I'm got I've got a ton of questions for you as well. So. How is the cost of insurance through the marketplace calculated? I remember maybe a couple of years ago, you and I had a conversation in the radio show where you had talked to a gentleman to say, hey, if you just donate this much money, I can reduce your rate by X amount. So how are those costs calculated?
3: Sure. Well, again, generally speaking, because there's mm-hmm. it's a very complicated um, mathematical algorithm the mm-hmm. government has set up. And basically, they're wanting to uh, take into consideration... Well, in, in some regards, the county that you live in, mm-hmm. like Mary's County, you get a little bit more tax credit for whatever reason. Um, but it's generally speaking, it's based on your family size and your income. So let's just take a single person. Um, if they earn $20,000, they're going to get a larger ta- amount of tax credit than someone mm-hmm. earning 30000 So, So... Um, We have situations that it used to be in the past, if you made less than 100% of the federal poverty level, you couldn't get tax credits. So we needed to help help those people. Mm -hmm. How do you boost your income? With the expansion of Medicaid, now as long as their income is below 138% of the federal poverty level, based again upon their family size, they can get Medicaid. So we're in a situation right now, Paige, unheard of in the past for this state where Pretty much everybody can get something. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that also is I talked about the lower end, but on the upper end, if you earned over 400% of the federal poverty level, you got no tax credits. Now with the American Rescue Plan that this uh, uh, current administration has put into place through 2025, Mm -hmm. if you earn 500, 600%, you're still going to get some tax credit.
0: Mm -hmm. Now what's the value in everyone receiving those tax credits? Sure.
3: Well, let's take, uh, you know, the fact that health insurance is extremely expensive today. It is the only place that you can go to get tax credits to help reduce the cost of the insurance. Mm -hmm. And so the way it works quickly is, let's say that, I'm just throwing numbers out, they don't mean anything. Insurance premium would be $600, Mm -hmm. and you are eligible for $500 in tax credit. That is sent every month electronically from the federal government to the insurance company that you chose, and you're just billed the difference of a hundred bucks.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes a big difference, doesn't Huge it? Huge difference. Absolutely. Okay, Kevin, we're gonna kick it to you. You've had a couple of minutes to read through some of these questions. So if health insurance is offered through your place of employment, can somebody still enroll in marketplace coverage?
2: No, so uh, the marketplace, um, if you're, if you're gonna enroll in marketplace coverage, you need to be in a situation where you do not have access mm-hmm. to healthcare or uh, health insurance mm-hmm. coverage. And that it also include, you know. Through your spouse's work
0: so what about um, applying for 2023 marketplace health insurance how does somebody do that do they just Google it online can we utilize enroll you what's kind of that process
2: so of course we can they can utilize uh, enroll uh-huh. you and like Steve was saying earlier actually they do not have to be mm-hmm. a Phelps health uh, patient. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is one way. Another way, yes, you can utilize online. You can do an online application or you can call uh, their 1-800 number and actually do an application over the phone.
0: Now, let's say that I'm Joe Public. I'm ready to begin my application for the marketplace. What are the types of things that I should have ready and prepared whenever I go to do that application?
2: Right. So um, the most important thing is um, your income. So when it comes to doing the application, the uh, marketplace actually wants to know what your future 2023 income is Mm -hmm. going to be. So we always um, tell our consumers that we're meeting with just to try to have that information calculated. Mm-hmm. If they um, have a side business, of course, just kind of have the all overall number of what that income will be. That's the most important thing you'll need.
0: Mm-hmm. So this one is kind of a loaded question. Now, somebody already has insurance through the marketplace for 2022. Does that coverage automatically renew for 2023? Or does somebody need to go back in and renew that every year?
2: So it would it would automatically renew um if if it does automatically renew though the premium um could significantly change Mm -hmm. so we always recommend um every year in november for Mm -hmm. um if someone's on the on that plan to just meet with us or themselves Mm -hmm. review those new plans um they can maybe re-enroll in the one they have or Mm -hmm. they might end up selecting a different one
1: So is it recommended to enroll in automatic re-enrollment for coverage or should people update their information every single year?
2: They definitely wanna update their information um, because their income could change and um, they could be missing out on some of those tax credits Steve was talking about, which then in turn would uh, actually lower their premium even more.
1: So what about spouses, children, um, just families in general, should they all be on the same marketplace insurance plan or should you um, make those different for each person in your family?
2: So they would all be on the same plan. Um, It would depend on the situation, but for instance, let's say maybe mom and dad might qualify for the marketplace, but due to the household income, the children might be on Medicaid. So that would be a situation where they would be on different, um, different plans, but other than that, um, the family as a whole would all be on the same plan. Okay.
1: So what about if a person moves out of state? So if somebody enrolls right here in Missouri um, and they decide to move to a different state, is that coverage going to follow them or will they have to um, enroll in the state Steve they're living in? Steve's shaking his head
0: no, so we're going to assume no, but let's no. explain why. Yes,
3: it is no. So if they move over to Illinois, let's say, they are going to need to get a plan that's uh, offered in that area and sometimes even within the state if they move let's say from here up to St. Louis County there's going to be give them a special enrollment Mm -hmm. period where they can reevaluate and most likely end up getting a different insurance plan. Mm -hmm.
1: So Steve what if somebody doesn't sign up for health insurance by the deadline? Can they still get it after the deadline?
3: They cannot uh, unless they have a special enrollment period of some sort. Now again this this is a program that's always changing. There's always new law. Well, right now, for example, there is a special enrollment period that's been enacted, and it is for people that earn less than 150% of the federal poverty level. Mm-hmm. So there's those people that fall into that range, mm-hmm. and they're not at 138%. They can get a special enrollment period just literally every month.
0: Okay. So I want to interject just for a second, Kayla. So we've been talking a lot about those percentages <clears throat> underneath the poverty level. Yes. Um, do you know what the dollar amount is for like 150% underneath that poverty, poverty level just for our listeners?
3: I did not bring a table with me, but uh, I could guess a okay. 138%, let, let the audience do their own math, is uh, $18,700. Mm-hmm. So that's 138%. So mm-hmm. uh, add add a little bit to that yeah that will put you at that 150
0: I think that's really helpful because you know some of our listeners are, I'm sure a little bit um, maybe not as inclined to math maybe like I am so I hear those percentages and I'm like wow that sounds like a lot but um, that's really great information to have
1: so Steve you would also mention that sometimes um, a person can sign up for marketplace insurance outside of open enrollment so what are some of those circumstances that would allow them to do that
3: sure again a move Um, Loss of coverage is probably the biggest one. Maybe they change jobs or lose a job Mm -hmm. um, or decide to become self-employed. Then they are going to have a special enrollment period. Uh, Divorce creates that situation sometimes. Uh, Kids aging off of their parents' plan. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are the main ones.
1: So when does um, 2022 marketplace coverage end? And then when does 2023 coverage begin?
3: Uh, It'll end uh, midnight... December 31st and starts 1201 <laughs> January 1st
1: so earlier Kevin had mentioned that um, as long as you enrolled in the enrollment period that your coverage would start on January 1st so is there a certain time where it wouldn't start on January 1st yeah if you
3: enroll on December 16th okay. it'll skip to February oh okay. And just to underscore with this is the government so you're in, in <laughs> out. We don't
0: have enough time on today's show to talk about go that. I know. into that. Uh,
3: uh, Lee and Kent, they cover some of the political spectrum. But uh, uh-huh. no, and that's just the way it is. I mean, <clears throat> the same with those uh, uh, levels of income. I've had people, if you're just not in the income range, you're not mm-hmm. going to get something. Mm-hmm. The same with the days. You have 60 days after you lost coverage to get coverage. I've had people come in on day 62 or 63 and say, well, I'm close. Mm-hmm. No cigar.
0: So I have another follow up question. If somebody enrolls this year and they make X amount of money, let's say that they come into a large sum of money throughout 2023, does that change their rate? Is Would that qualify for a special enrollment period? What does that process look like?
3: Sure. Depending on the the exact source of the income, there mm-hmm. are some things that, that do not count. Um, But let's just say, like, self-employed people, their income fluctuates greatly. Mm -hmm. I have people that have business, let's say a cleaning (coughs) service, and they they gain or lose some contracts. Mm -hmm. They are making an attestation that I, let's just say I'm saying I'm going to make $40,000 next year. Now I'm going to get tax credits based on that. Now, as the year progresses, you can change that income amount as frequently as monthly. I don't have anybody that does that. Mm -hmm. Usually about the middle of the year, May, June, they're like, oh, this year's turning out great. I'm going to earn 50. I recommend they make that change because now the government's going to give them less tax credit. But rest assured, the IRS will balance the books at the end of the year. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: yeah, that sounds fair. Mm-hmm. Now, how does somebody change um, those adjustments if they're making more or less money? Do they just go online? Do they have to fill a sure. form? Sure. It,
3: it depends on how they, m- most people, um, we help them get their account set up in the mm-hmm. beginning so they have some a username, they have a login password, um, they have seen us do it, sometimes they feel comfortable and they'll go in and, and do that themselves. Mm-hmm. If not, they make an appointment, come see us, and we do that for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kevin, that's a perfect segue into our next question. So how do people actually complete their enrollment and pay their first premium?
2: So, well, once they meet with us um, and they select that plan, they, they will be enrolled. So then their next step would be just to pay that first month's premium mm-hmm. with that insurance company. So Anthem Blue Cross uh, Blue Shield, for instance, um, at the conclusion of the appointment, we would give that information to them. Mm -hmm. Um, They'll have to wait a couple weeks usually Mm -hmm. after the application to make that first payment, and then they can set up uh, like auto
3: debit or or whatever they need to with Anthem.
0: Yeah, if individuals need help setting up those auto payments or uh, paying their bills online, is that something that enroll you could help with?
3: We can, sure. Um, The majority of people wait until they get a Mm-hmm. Bill in a minute. You know, this is yes. the show me state. People want to uh-huh. see something. In yeah. Per- you know, so uh-huh. that's the number one situation.
0: No, I think that's really helpful. So, um, my grandmother is probably listening to this right now because she listens every Thursday. So, we just ran into a situation where she forgo- forgot her login information for stuff. So, it's nice to know that if somebody does forget, if they need help paying their bill online, that we have a resource we can call because not everybody has a page they can call, right? But maybe that's they have true. a Steve or a Kevin that they can call, which is really cool. Do that so what if somebody is transitioning to Medicare coverage this year what does that process look like for them
2: so they would want to uh, again that's some another service we we offer so um, whenever they foresee like they're turning 65 mm-hmm. uh, we encourage them to make an appointment with us ahead of time and we can help um, help them with that transition mm-hmm
0: and, you know, we've got a few minutes left, and I want to hit on two really important uh, questions. Are there any big changes happening with Marketplace covers this year? Because I know every year there's usually something different, new, exciting that's going on.
3: Sure, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, <laughs> <laughs> because there has been a big one, um, and it is called, they fixed the family glitch. Okay. Now what does
0: that mean? I'm gonna
3: explain that to you. The family glitch has always been, since this started, Just something that people could not wrap their minds around why they did this. And basically what it stated, and I'm paraphrasing, but as long as the lowest cost, self-only coverage for the employee was less than a certain amount, and next year it's going to be 9.12% of the family's gross income, Mm -hmm. it is considered affordable. They did not take into consideration the spouse and children. So as an example, you could have a teacher Who maybe the school district provides the insurance to them, zero cost. But it's extremely expensive for the spouse and children. They could not qualify for tax credit. That has been changed effective um, January 1st. So if it is unaffordable, but now what you'll potentially end up with then is kind of an insurance divorce, if you will. The spouse may end up, they'll have to stay on the employer coverage Mm -hmm. and then the uh, spouse and children or just the spouse could get a marketplace plan so they'll be separately covered.
0: Okay, so that's kind of maybe one of our examples that we had talked about earlier when people may not be on the same plan. Correct. Right. So do we anticipate that there are going to be any other changes happening? Or is that just kind of really the big one? You
3: know, I, I can't anticipate some mm-hmm. of the things that
0: I'll,
3: I'll tell people something in the morning, I'll get an email uh-huh. get your from CMS out. and then it's like, well, no, Steve, you were wrong. <laughs> it doesn't say that in the yeah, email.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. You're like the basically. weatherman kind of
3: mm-hmm. it changes, it
0: changes. Yeah. Uh, yes, it does. So it looks like we do have time for one more question. Um, how can someone make an appointment with enroll you if they're needing help with their insurance for 2023? Do Do i just waltz on in or do i is there a phone
3: call Uh, phone call is best uh 573-458-3676 again 573 458-3676
0: awesome i love it gentlemen is there anything else that you would like to add about this really important topic
3: no just everybody uh if you don't have coverage of some sort um, now is the time Mm -hmm. let us help you explore some options you may be pleasantly surprised at what might be available to you.
1: Yeah, I love that. Can you remind us one more time when the deadline is?
3: I will. The, <laughs> and let me just go through. November 1st through January 15th, that is the open enrollment period for the Affordable Care Act. And just as a side note, Medicare, it started October 15th. It will mm-hmm. end December 7th.
0: So that's coming up very soon. So today we have been speaking with Steve Pantaleo, a certified application counselor with Enroll U, and Kevin McDonough, an oncology financial navigator at Phelps Health. If you missed part of this show or would like to listen to it again, please visit phelpshealth.org. Thanks, everyone.